This is Preston James, a.k.a. P. of Champagne. When I get tired of listening to my music, I lock into Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream podcast, and you should too, for the culture. Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, y'all. We back. We back, y'all. Black coffee, no, no sugar, sugar, no, no cream. cream. I'm Brother Kenny. I'm Brother Timothy. And this is episode 25. Wow. That's amazing. Yes, indeed. Where we at? We on 25. We on Apple something, 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 something. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, brother. We everywhere. We on... <laughs> Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream, now on SoundCloud, now on Spotify, Come now on. on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, wow. Google Podcasts, Google Music Play. Wow, wow, wow. Just Google us, Black Coffee, That's No right. Sugar, K-N-O-W. Come on, no, K-N-O-W. You got to know what's going on. Got to know what's going on. That's right. Black mm-hmm. Coffee, Black no, coffee sugar, no Sugar, No Cream. Wow. Welcome back, brother. Man, it feels, feels, feels good, good, good to be back, back, back. It really, really does. I'm telling you. And I've missed it. I mean, I have missed it, missed it, and missed it. It feels good to be back. But you've been holding it down, locking it down, keeping it going. Yeah, I missed you. I, I You know, um, there was a few things I wanted to get off my chest. I, you know, and I didn't think you really cared about some of the issues that black Twitter had, you know, uh, was talking about. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just... Black Twitter, it's a black Twitter. Yeah, it's 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 black Twitter. Yeah. I didn't know that. We call it. I mean, it's you know you no, have, honestly, I just didn't know. Yeah, that. I mean, it's a it's a slang, a, a jargon, but mm-hmm. we gonna we gonna we gonna hit a black Twitter topic. Okay, uh, okay. Tonight, because you know, I was going, I was going to ask, like, okay, what is uh, you know, what's on a black Twitter? You know, you know, just things of that 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 kind of black people see that go viral, and you have your black. Um, organizations and, mm-hmm. and blogs like the Shade Room. Shout out to the Shade Room. Shout out to Boss Up. Shout out to uh, it's another one. Um, should, I, should I know these things? Mm, you may, but don't even pay attention to it. You okay. know. But, you think I'm working too hard? I'm just not paying attention. Is it? Because uh, nah. if you know it, it's relevant. I do. Nah. I do know that. If you know it, if you know it, it's relevant. Am I just not tuned in enough? Or? No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Um, okay. But the Shade Room, Boss Up, uh, Black Sports Online, you know, my, 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 you know, right my there. guy there, you know, Rob Littell, and he got a young lady named Jean that, you know, we rock out on, on social media, you know, and, yeah. but, uh, I, I just, you know, I just got to give it up because, you know, with with podcasting and and blogs, we we controlling our own content, we creating our own narrative, and and for so long, that's they've created the narrative for us. Mm. And how's the flavor? 
How's the flavor? Because, you know, you go to a hospital, they take you off all kind of seasonings, you know. Right. You go to different people's houses, they cook a certain type of way. Right. And you get it just the way you want. You know, it's like like adding flavor to right. it. Right. And that's why it's called Black Twitter, because you you you're not the mainstream is not gonna tell us what we think is important. And I think that's what media is. Mm. Okay. Is they, they set the agenda. Okay. And we can get into it. Chicago this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I was there. You was there, so yeah. I mean, not over there. Did you hear there. shots? Were, were you just in a in an area of the city where South Shore, which is I was in the South around the South Shore area. You, there's a beach there. I forget the name. Yeah, of it. but real. I think it's real nice, real decent. Yeah. But I'm always aware. Yeah. As soon as I get up close around, you know, anywhere in the Chicago area, you know, my uh, my senses are heightened exactly. because of you know the obvious. Yeah, something can go down at any time, but I, you know, I don't want that to interfere with you know me having a good time. Right. But you know, we've seen like police cars just zoom, 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 like fifteen cars. And my partner, he was like, "Man, somebody must have done something to a cop because they coming from all over the place." You know, they passed by us and kept going, and it's amazing. I don't know if I'm becoming, you know, insensitive or desensitized, but it's like, oh, you know. There they go again. Yeah, you you get. That, I mean, I'm not saying wrong, but you know, that's just like December sixth, uh-huh. two thousand and fourteen, the night I f- discovered what Uber was. Okay. We had a club. I'm okay. with my guy. You know, with my guys, NBA guy Sean Golden State was in town. Mm-hmm. Sean who? Sean Livingston. Yeah, come on, now. we so, gotta say. Okay, yeah. Him. Shout out to Sean. Sean. I'm a, I got to get the Skype going because he said he would come on, but uh, oh, good, good, good. we I got to get the Skype going so we can so we can call <laughs> him in. So, um, so we at a club because uh-huh. you know they played the Bulls and they actually stayed in town. Mm-hmm. So we had a club. The Bulls and the who? The Clippers? No, the Warriors. He was with the Warriors. Okay, okay. So we get an Uber, and we had a club, a Northside Club. Mm-hmm. It was police house, so our Uber gets there. It's a Uber black, basically a big old suburban like you got. Mm-hmm. So we, it was about six or seven of us. You tell all my business, man. Hey, man. <laughs> no, go ahead. My fault? No, you cool. <laughs> no, I'm messing black coffee. No sugar, no, no sugar, cream. No sugar, no cream. <laughs> black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. So, when, so basically where I'm going is a couple police cars out in front of the club. The Uber driver pulls up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, what happened? He was like, it was a shooting, mm-hmm. but he ain't died though. He ain't gonna die. So, and I mean, it was it's just like no big deal. Like no cool. big deal. Wow, just a regular what weekend? Just yeah, like, hey, that's what it as is. As long as he ain't died, we just you know right, it is what right. it is. That was in 2014. Wow. So when you so when you saying like you you think you might be desensitized is. It happens so much, man. It it's happens so, so much. Man, it's it's so, it's, it's so visual know? now because you see people literally wow. get shot and killed on the phones instead of helping people. They pulling out their phones, recording it. Wow. So yeah, you get numb to it. Like first forty eight, I had to quit watching because it's just certain certain cases just had me literally crying. Yeah, you better stay away from that. And right it now. was like, man, like this is this is. 
this is crazy. entertainment. Like this that's is on crazy. TV. No, say them tears for your children graduation. Yeah, that's crazy. I, in in the one, I don't know if if people out there, friends of First Forty Eight, the, the guy. He he started a night job as a, as a cab driver. I'm not gonna start crying. This ain't gonna no, no, no. Okay, started a job as a tr- cab driver. He got stuck up by some Mexicans, mm-hmm. and they killed him. And one of, and it was two guys and one girl. And when they went through his stuff, the girl found uh, what when you're expecting to be a father. Wow. So she, her her conscience couldn't let her. So she ended up diming out and basically saying, this is what happened. So of course they get found guilty. So then at the end they do a, you know, pretty much where are they now? So then they had the girl, she done had the baby. The baby looked just like them. They coming down the escalator at the airport. She taking them to see his parents. Wow. You know, and I just like, this is it. I'm done with this. Yeah. Let's get off the tearjerkers. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, man, you know, this this the Chicago thing. Uh, wow. 1303 B Street. Yeah, it was. We, we missed I one of those. Yeah. You yeah. know, and we, I talked about yeah. a situation yeah. last week. Yes, sir. You know, and and, and invitations wow. are still out to, to Mary Schneck. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I might email her again. Okay. Remind him. Yeah. You know, who she is. Yeah, please come on. Come on over here. Mary Schneck was a. Is a writer for the a journalist for the News Gazette, and mm-hmm. she covers police courts breaking news. That'd be real good to get her on. So, I guess yeah, we, yeah, we can get her perspective. On her that. thing is, no matter if you die, no matter if you get shot, no matter if you shoot somebody, she's going to write in the article your criminal history. Oh, really? So there was a young man that got killed a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and. She put his criminal history pretty much in the article about him getting murdered. Mm. And a lot of people were upset. Yeah, he took offense. Mm -hmm. And why would he offend it? Because he's he's no longer with us. He's gone. Does that really matter, I guess, Mm. at that point? Mm. And I talked to the I talked to the fella. Shout out to P and Kales. Mm -hmm. I I, I reached out to P. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, is that Protocol, protocol, and they said no. That you know, we don't encourage Mm. journalists to disclose that information when they're writing a story because Mm. it can be implied Mm. that they deserve it. That it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that's what I. and, And another thing is, I think she does it. This is just my speculation. This is why I would love to you know, sit mm-hmm. down with her. Mm-hmm. I think she does it because one, she wants there. I, I, okay. I, I don't, I don't want to s- just go out on the limb, but I, I don't really think, what do you think? What do you really think, I don't think subscribers mm-hmm. to the news Gazette look like me and you. Okay. So I think their paid subscribers mm-hmm. are more of, you know, white people, middle middle aged white, you know, white people that mm-hmm. don't live in these areas. Okay. So if a murder is front page news, mm-hmm. and then they read the story, you might, 
you know, somebody in Southwest Champaign, you're like, oh my goodness, you know, mm. what is going on in my town? And wow. then when you look at the, then when you continue to read, oh, well, such and such had, you know, was convicted of this and served mm. this and also was on probation mm. for this. And mm-hmm. then it's like, oh, well, that's what that is. So that, you know, so I think it just reinforces, okay, maybe our mm. town isn't, it's just isolated that that's just in that little pocket. Is it isolated? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was, yeah just as you said it, I was thinking about it. Is it isolated? Is it like confined to, like, you know, on, on the movie Life with Eddie Murphy yeah. and uh, Martin Lawrence? Martin Lawrence. You know, they had the gun line. Mm-hmm. It, 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 no fences, Mm-mm. no gates, no barbed wires, none of that kind of stuff. It's just an imaginary. Gun line. If you go across that line, then you will be shot. Yep. Is that the same in Champaign, Urbana? Is it the same in, I was going to say Fair Oaks, but uh, Danville and Chicago? Is it confined to those particular areas? I really believe so. I really believe so. Mm -hmm. I think there are high crime areas in the city, Mm -hmm. in Chicago, um, that you know, no, I'm not saying it doesn't happen everywhere mm-hmm. that, but the majority of the crime is in certain yeah. pockets of the city. You can go in certain areas in the city and expect and be a safe and be as safe as Canada. Okay. You know, Canada is really known for low crime. Okay. Why? I mean, because the citizens are armed, I don't know about that, but I know that healthcare is free. Free, free, ain't nothing free. Yes, free. Healthcare is free in Canada. Free, free. Like you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay. That's free. You know, so they have things and and. So if somebody got cancer, they don't have to pay for the chemotherapy and the treatment. As far as I know, I've never oh. been to Canada. I'm not a citizen, but I know once one year. Um, uh, they had a celebrity basketball game at the NBA All-Star game, and there was a guy that won MVP, mm-hmm. and he was from Canada. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, Sage Steele, who works for ESPN, who's a a, a biracial child, and, and you know, I, 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 I don't really care for her, but um, she was interviewing the guy that was won MVP, and, you know, was talking about Canada, and she said, and and he basically was like, "Yeah, you need you, the United States can learn a lot from from us Canadians. One, free health care. Two, and then she was like, "Oh, this isn't a political." Uh, and she took the mic from him. She, she, you know, she was holding the mic, and she, you know, she oh, took wow. the mic. Out. I, uh-huh. I'm gonna send you the YouTube video. Yeah, send it to me. But um, but well, I, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want to get off. I think I think I asked a question kind of threw us off a little bit, but I yeah. it's all good. Yeah, sen- desensitive. Yeah, desensitized to it. That's interesting, man. But it happened so much. How yeah. many people died in Chicago? I want to say how many shootings. What did I? I, I think it was up to, to seventy three. I mean, and twelve deaths. That's that's incredible. Over a, what span of time? I I know it. Sunday morning when I woke up, it was like sixty six. And twelve shootings, twelve murders, and sixty-six shootings for in a three-hour stretch. It it came, it got so bad that Stoker Hospital, 
did not accept emergency patients. What? They had to, they pretty much said, if you come here for an emergency room visit, we cannot accept you. It got that bad. It's for gunshots. For anything. Somebody could have a heart attack. They could not accept it. 66. Wow. So I've never heard of that. So Monday, August 6th at 10.36 p.m., 66 shooting, 12 fatal. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Angel Ramos Jr. Um, I think you met him. Real cool. Yeah, real cool. Yeah. <laughs> 900 block of Carlaw. Four people got shot in a drive-by. He lived in the 947 Car- North Karlov in Chicago. Wow. Pretty he much. Can you say this on radio? Yeah, he ain't there no more. Okay. I ain't going to tell you where he lived, but now, nah, but. Okay. But the same block he used to live on, four people got shot in a drive by during that, that time in West Humble Park. Wow. And I How thought many? about him. Four people on just his block where he used to live. Wow. Should they. Mention the record of those who got shot. That's a good question. Yeah. The reporter who says every time she reports. That's from here in Champaign. Right. Should whomever the reporter is there, should they mention anything about the background of the people who got shot? Or should they be, I guess, sensitive to, you know, the family of the victims? Right. Or I mean, sh- what you're talking about seven-year-olds getting shot. It was seven-year-olds, 11-year-olds getting shot. Now, I don't know what the hell they was out between 12 and 3. This was outside? Yeah. There was a party or something going on, celebration? You know, it was it was Saturday. And, and, and the thing is, and I put in our notes, this was La La Palooza weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were there. It Millions. Was like, it was like packed, packed, packed. 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 Like, yeah. This is probably the biggest outside it's concert huge. outside of Coachella. It might even be bigger than Coachella. It was huge. And so, yes, probably all the police officers was down there, which you're, you're a capitalist. You're a businessman. Wow. <laughs> I'm a capitalist. When you're talking about, <laughs> and I am too, but when you're talking about millions of dollars being pumped in the economy on mm-hmm. that weekend, hmm you're going to protect the pockets. You're going to protect the pockets. That makes sense. I, hey, I understand. You know, you can't prepare for, you know, Lil Ray Ray and Junebug or whoever's going to, you know, turn it up a little bit, you know, louder than usual. Yeah. They want black people with it. Who? They do the shooting. Which man? You know, out of the 70, some people that were shot in the 12, it was somebody that was killed. Look, I don't have actual numbers, but I would say over 90%. That's a high number. Yeah, it is. I would say over 90% of the people that did the shootings and the the victims were probably black or Hispanic. So it's black on black, black on brown, brown on black. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. That's bad. But I... But I, but I want to, I want to, there was some people that uh, tried to share some light. Okay, the light share this. On why this is going on. And. What'd you come up with? 
Shout out to Will Bynum, former pro basketball player. Well, for pro basketball player. And who? He played for the Pistons, um, Boston. He done had he done had a couple of shots of espresso. Done made made some millions. Okay. You know, a Chicago hoop legend. This is what he posted. Okay. Somebody said, pray for Chicago. He said, it's beyond prayer. This has been systematically induced with every political decision that has made, that has been made within the last 20 years of Chicago. This just, just didn't start only. This just didn't start. It's only getting worse. It's no love with all the killing and hate keeps building. We all should know by now, hurt people hurt people, but this is a disease mentally. Before making those political decisions, law changes, drugs, shutting down of schools, food and health, they should discuss with the people, the taxpaying citizens, then make the best decision. Who would know better if that policy works best for us other than us? It's been a trickle-down effect. This is the outcome, and it's sickening to see, and it's very sad. The youth isn't getting any opportunities to to succeed in the inner city, and we all know kids make mistakes and need patience and guidance. So if they don't get any of that, and on top of that, no father figures, the worst is yet to come. We need a plan and some action. Mm. Will Bynum. So what does he say is the cause, the root cause of uh, the killings and the shootings and the self-hatred? No opportunity. Now, where are these opportunities going to come from? Because, you know, we talked about this before. We talk about it every time. Because, you know, we say, hey, there ain't no jobs, ain't no justice, ain't no this. Hey, in order to have jobs, there has to be businesses. Have to be businesses. We cannot beg. Can I say white people on this thing? You can say whatever you want. Okay. We cannot beg white people to continue to take care of us. We can't do it. At some point in time, we have to do something for ourselves. I do believe that that's... uh, that would be a, a, a move in the right direction. We have to empower ourselves. I have another, I have another quote from a, a resident. And this, this may, this may. Man, say it. Black coffee, no so sugar, no cream. They're going to be all right. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Podcast. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. I, I would like to get this dude some props, but his nickname is something I don't want to repeat. Is it a good? Well, I no, I, I'm not gonna repeat. If if you know me, I you know I cuss. I do a lot of things on here, <laughs> but you know, he said now I'm only speaking. He said now I'm only speaking Chicago because that's what I know. Okay, but I bet it holds true in most urban cities. Property ownership is a gateway to wealth, right? Right. Typically, when people are in better economic state, crime isn't as high. When white flight started to occur, many of those folks were selling homes that were completely paid off by their parents. So in 1965, when we finally got all, when we finally got the Fair Housing Act, mm-hmm. we were buying their homes at twenty and thirty thousand a pop. Okay. Their parents paid one thousand, two thousand to have those homes built in nineteen ten and nineteen twenty. So when they bought those suburban houses, they already had seventy five percent of the money. Mm. Blacks were legally kept out of the game until 1965. I got aunties older than that, so it has to be still affecting us. Yes, parents need to parent, but we also need restorative justice to fix our issues. That, note, 30000 in 1965 is $220,000 today. 
Wow. Who's this? His last name is Tom, S. Dilla Thomas. Wow. I wish I knew his nickname, but shout out to him. He 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 really is a, a one of my favorite uh, Facebook friends. He yes, he drops a lot of knowledge and history, uh, Chicago history, like street names and buildings. He, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. really just. But that's that was he posted that. Uh, now what what is white flight? What 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 is that? Basically, when uh, when white folks moved out of the neighborhoods that are now Inglewood or now um, Gresham or, you know, now Humble Park or now Austin and on the west side. Mm-hmm. Those were homes that white people used to live. That. Just I mean, like in Compton, you know, Compton used to be a, a very nice community wow. and those people moved and then the blacks moved in. And of course, what he's saying is the white folks, when they left, they had pretty much paid those houses off. So when they left, they cashed out. They uh-huh. didn't have, you know, a, a $100,000 mortgage that they owed 80 on. And, and, and you know, they, they, they cashed out 100% of that. Wow. So when they took their home to the suburbs, bam, they, they, they was able to pay cash for that. Okay. Let that equity build. I got you, got you. Then they kids. So, so basically, what he's saying is, it's systematic, which it is. Mm. How does that affect you personally? I gotta say that because we gotta of deal course. with how it affects us as a people, and how does that affect you as a person, and how does that affect, you know? I, I think about it like this. I like your lifestyle. I like how you live. I like your, your, uh, how you take care of your wife, your family. You do an exceptional job. Thank you. you I mean, too. I mean, you do a very, very, I mean, just incredible job, because you know you have afforded your family the opportunity to do stuff. You have you work hard. You sacrifice to make sure you make sure everything is taken care of. Right. Yes, sir. Could you do the same thing if you lived on the east side of the track? Not that you couldn't do it, but would you live at the same level of comfort and have the same level of peace over there? Like if you lived on, would you live on, would you move right now to Linwood, Linview? Linview where? Yeah. Where I grew up? Yeah. Would you live there? Or would you rather be where you are? I would rather be where I'm at. Why? Uh, I'm the white. I'm I'm acting as the white guy that you might know, who you may be friends or friendly with, who may say, "That ain't me. That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not like that." I'm asking that question. Like, would you rather be where you are now, or would you rather be on Linwood? You see, rather be where you are now. Why? Excuse me. I, I I think I would rather be. You know, there's black coffee, no sugar, no yeah, cream. Yeah, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. <laughs> black coffee, no sugar. <laughs> but I didn't expect this, so I I, I, I want to. I definitely want to give an informed answer. That's what makes it good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I I'd rather I rather be where I'm at. Um, I think if it was just me mm-hmm. and I didn't have mm-hmm. 
a wife and kid, mm-hmm. kids, children. children. Yes, Thank sir. you, brother. I, <laughs> um, if I didn't have children, it wouldn't matter. Okay. But because I do have a family, I I definitely feel like where I am is where we need to be. Okay. And the reason why I feel that way is I believe that even though the house that I live in mm-hmm. is not, I wouldn't say superior. It is. I say it. I've been there. It's superior. But go ahead. <laughs> you call it what you want. Okay. I've been there. Okay. Nice, open concept, everything. It's perfectly painted, got crisp ceilings. It's nice. So okay. go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Um I think you have to show I think it's 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 all about my psyche. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And Cause you live around white people, yeah. And you live around white folks, yeah, yeah. Is that white flag? They've been moving. Uh, uh-uh. I mean, you left, you left the hood, you left the yeah. black community, yeah. you left the yeah. uses, and you moved into a white neighborhood. Yeah. I guess it might. I guess yeah. Is that the same thing? I'm saying this because it, it it is, but it's not because I didn't have seventy five percent of what of of equity to put in. Doesn't to, matter. Yes, you, it does. You moved to a better place. Yes. You you lived into a better neighborhood. Yeah. I can't say no. I did the same thing, but I'm asking. Yeah, I'm asking for questions sure. that people ask yeah, me. For sure. Yeah, it's like, man, why would you move to Dewey? That's great. These are, I mean, yeah. you'd be surprised at some yeah. of the questions I Yeah, get. when I tell people you live in Dewey, people, <laughs> people are like, huh? What's wrong with him? Yeah. You know? But I'm like, he's from Mississippi. Like, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, just, just, just break it down to his core and you won't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I mean, I say that because I, I think about some of the things people say about you know, the white flight, are you moving? You're trying to get away from your people. You're trying to move away from this. Away from that. And uh, I don't think it's so much as you're trying to move away from your people. But like you said, it's a psyche thing. You want to move to a place where your children can go outside and they can play and you can have a, a sense of security. Has any uh, body, like... Fell out in front of your yard from being shot. Yeah, has anybody has that ever happened to you at your house or no, where you are? No. Has anybody come from behind a white work van and shot at somebody trying to kill them? No, not at you all. Know, no. You know, has a fed broke into your house looking for who knows and then say they got the wrong person? Right. No, that I mean, has, has has the police did a stakeout in that area? Has it ever been you know, you know, sectioned off? And there was some tape laying on the floor, on the ground that just showed somebody had died there. No. That probably has never ever happened where you live. That has probably never ever happened where you live. You probably have never heard gunshots where you live. No. Probably when the Cubs won the World Series, that was about it. We used to hear gunshots <laughs> all the time. 
next door, next door, almost next door. Somebody got shot. It's always something. Fussing, fighting, hollering, the noise. It's always something. You live as best you can for as long as you can. When I hear people say the white flight, is that true? Yeah, that's true. But as we grow and as we develop, we don't want to be around the foolishness either. Mm. So I don't blame anybody who decides to move to what they consider a better place. Is it white flight? You can call it what you want. But what happens if I leave? Is it light skin flight? (laughs) 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 I mean, is it... (laughs) If you leave, is it, you know, cool uh, podcast, brother flight? I mean, we don't want to stay there either. No. I don't want to be there. You don't want to be there, you know? You live where you can. You do the best you can. I mean, hey, I'm not the defense attorney for all white people who have left black neighborhoods, but that's a natural progression. Once they get to that point, they want to go somewhere better as well. Yeah. Somewhere better. Somewhere better until they're like, you know what? This is my dream house. This is where this is where I want to be. And I get this from HGTV, right? You know, some of the things I, you know, yeah. you know people want to upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. You know, do you stay back with the people who you know need help and you never progress yourself? Is it wrong to leave where you are? Is it treasonous? Is it, you know, I mean, it's amazing some of the questions that I get. Right. I don't even tell people where I live because it's interesting. Just you know, just that might be the best thing anyway. But just because you don't live there doesn't mean you're not concerned about what happens there. All right, most certainly. And and that's the thing, like when I uh when I um um when I was looking for my house mm-hmm. and I would talk to people and they was like, Well, why don't you live over there on Fourth Street and you know, in those new houses or why don't you move and I was like, uh, I just don't feel like um, the 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 potential for for growth and mm-hmm. and what what's, what's the term appreciation appreciation yeah you want the appreciation that's right you um, want the equity in your house so you can right. do something else if you want to right and so then they and so they was like well what why do you think that mm-hmm. and I and and I told a person I'm not gonna say who they were mm-hmm. I said you know what. When white people start moving here, that's when you know. If white people start moving in Martin Luther King subdivision, white people start moving on them that's houses. Been that's, like, been that's been a trend. That's been a trend. That's been a trend. That's just like on Market Street yeah. where they tore down the green apartments yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bella Fontaine yeah. and Roper Street. And yeah. we'll, we'll see what goes up there. We know what's going to go there because I was invited to bid on, uh, like, man, it's a multi-million, million, million, million dollar project. The Bristol Place. Yeah. It's a, like a multi-million dollar project, you know. You know, I'm happy. I got an opportunity to, to bid on it. Bid on it. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah. hey, the city is growing. There is no Birch Village. There is no Dunbar Court. There is no these right. subsidized housing. There is no, and, and at some point in time, and I know people don't want to hear this, at some point in time, these sections are going to be done away with. There ain't going to be no more section three, four, five, six, seven. Ain't going to be no section eight. Right. Ain't we no section nine, no section ten. Yeah. Everybody's going to have to take responsibility for their own survival, their own planning, their own savings. Even social security, we've heard years, decades ago, ain't gonna be no mm-hmm. social security. There are some who acted on it and some who didn't. Right. 
Those who didn't and depended on it, they get $200, $300, $400 a month from Social Security. That's nothing. But, hey, you you were forewarned if you paid attention to what was going on. So, and I know we kind of got, you know, caught on that, but this is a very, very important and very sensitive subject. Right. You are responsible for your own survival. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, you left, I left. Hey, I don't want to go back and live over there. Mm -hmm. And that's what I told my mom. I said, Ma, I've been here all my life. I said, it's it's no accomplishment for me to live around the corner from where I grew up. It's no accomplishment. No growth. It's no growth. You put one seed, one kernel in the ground, it produces hundreds and hundreds of uh, ears of corn, which has hundreds and hundreds of kernels. Life is about growth and development. Life is about more than fulfilling your current space. It's about growing like the squirrel who jumps and jumps from limb to limb to limb. It eventually grows wings through evolution. And it flies. Now there's a yeah. flying squirrel. There was a time when there was, there was no flying squirrel. Right. <laughs> now they're a flying squirrel. Yeah. They yeah. fly right up on the attic on Beach Street, getting into the attic, just tearing stuff up. I know. Man. Sheesh. But I have uh, other issues that I can be concerned about opposed to having squirrels in the attic. But my point is, I don't think I'm so much desensitized about what goes on in the so-called hood but I moved to different parts of the jacket. I don't want to be stuck in the hood. There are other parts of the jacket I can be in. You know, if you got a jacket or hoodie, there's a hood. You got arms. You got leg. All the different parts. So I mean, you like, know, like Jay Z said, how can how can I help? How can I help the needy when I'm one of them? Listen, Jay Z can do whatever he want to do with his money. He's not obligated to do this nah. and that. So it's just. Hey, so Chicago, let, let's just keep it a buck. Um, horrible weekend for for optics-wise, perception. But this has been going on for years, you know, so. Um, hey, do the best you can and put your mask on first. If the plane is going down, put, the cabinet start losing pressure and the oxygen mask start coming down. Whose mask are you put on first? You got to put your own first. What about your child? What about your child? What about them? What did you love so much? Why not put theirs on first? The stewardess said you have to put yours on first. Why? Because you have to be able to help yourself before you can help others. That's right. Charity that's starts right. at home. That's right. That's right. If you put your child's mask on, you pass out. Your child cannot put your mask on. But if you put your mask on and they pass out, you can put their mask on. Help yourself. First, is it selfish to move out of the black community if you're a black person? No. Hell no. You can move wherever <laughs> you want to move. You do, <laughs> you do whatever you want to do. Man, you yeah. work hard. You want, Man, listen, to anybody out there, hey, you don't owe anybody an apology. Live where you want to live. Drive what you want to drive. And be who and what you want to be. No, make no excuses for it. Live your life. Focus on you, your family, and if you got anything extra, then it spreads abroad. You know, but be man, be true to yourself. Don't 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 deny yourself. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. It feels good to be back, man. Feels good. Where we at? I, I mean, we've been rolling. Right? <laughs> well, we gonna stay local. Yeah, I like local. Oh, Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> we we done covered it, like so you, we got to give it closure. We got to give it closure. Another chapter in this big book. 
So, what happened with Jericho, man? So uh, last on August the second, uh huh, Judge Jason Bourne. Hey, look at that, Jason Bum. <laughs> Jason Bum. Yeah. Said an internal dispute within Jericho Missionary Baptist Church will have to be resolved without the intervention of the courts. Mm. I read that. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream has covered this extensively. Yes, yes we have. That's right. And this surprise is not us. We're not surprised. We're not surprised. We're not surprised. Honestly, the courts actually did the right thing. You agree? Well, they didn't have a choice. They did the legal thing. Okay. They didn't have a choice because when the church is set up, it is a separate entity from the state. We live in a country now that says there's no... There, there has to be a separation between the church and the state, state right. which means it's amazing because the church has more power than they actually know. It, it really shows how here you are over church and you don't even know your power. You don't even know. You, you're asking for the judge to adjudicate a situation that they have no power whatsoever. If you knew that, you wouldn't spend thousands of dollars on a lawyer to go to court for the, the judge to tell you that's out of our jurisdiction. We can't deal with that. A judge is saying we can't deal with that. Pretty much. That's amazing. The judge is saying that's an internal issue. Yeah. That's a, that show, it just shows how when the church was set up, came from the Church of England, the people who came here, it said that they, were, they came because they wanted to practice a freedom of religion. Religion means a way of life. They wanted to practice their own way of life and devotion. So when they came here and they set it up, they didn't want nobody telling them how they could worship. They could pray this way. They could sing this way. They could do whatever they want to do. Us as being slaves brought here 460-something years ago, 1555, we were brought here. We had no choice. You had to be what your master was. If he was Baptist, you Baptist. You Catholic, you had to be Catholic. If they were... Atheists had to be atheists. If they were S and M, Sodom, and uh, whatever the other word is, whatever it is, Gomorrah. You, <laughs> you had to be that, you know. And S and M, you know, you had to be whatever it is your slave master where You didn't have that choice. We didn't choose our language. We didn't choose how to get married. We didn't choose how to have a courtship. We didn't choose how to, uh, you know, different ceremonies. We chose none of that. So 467 years, way past that, we are still mimicking that same system that we know absolutely nothing about. That's what it shows to me. That's what I see in it. Right, right, right. You know, I grew up in a Baptist church. Right. We never knew why we were Baptist. We never knew nothing about Protestant. We never knew nothing about why they broke away from this church and different factions. We had no idea. We just did what was normal at the time. And that has continued through habit, 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 and not asking why. My grandmother, my mother's mother, had a, uh, uh, whenever she, my mother, whenever she cooked a ham, there was a pan that was eight inches, an eight-inch pan. But the ham that they bought from the store is a block ham. I don't know if you've ever seen those. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah, most certainly. It was, it was an eight-inch pan with a 10-inch ham. So my mom, would, my mom would cut the end off the ham and fit it in the pan. And so my dad's like, what are you doing? Why are you throwing that away? She was like, well, that's the bad part. He's like, oh, okay, what do you mean the bad part? I said, everybody knows that's the bad part. <laughs> Why is it the bad part? Look, you know what? My dad like, look, okay, fine. Went to ask her sister, like, why do y'all cut the ends of the ham off and put it in the pan? And, and her sister's like, that's the bad part of the ham. 
Yeah, but okay. And, and, and she was saying, like, don't you know that? What's wrong with you? Everybody know that's the bad part of the, the ham. It's cut off. Then went to go ask her mom. Years ago, it's like, Grandma Lily, Lily Mae. My mom is Willie Mae. Then her mom, Lily Mae. I miss Lily Mae. Why did you cut the ends of the ham off and then put it in the pan? She was like, baby, because my pan was too small. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. <laughs> because the pan was too small. But she didn't tell the children that. So, yeah, they just like, oh, that's the bad part. You know, you, you know, so time and time and time and time, you know, they cut it off because that was a bad part. So here it is. People do things from tradition, tradition, tradition. Don't know why they're doing it. You can't legally take a pastor to church. I don't care if he stole the money. I don't care if he right, cheated. Court, yeah. I don't care what he did. The court has no jurisdiction when it comes to the church. The church is not, suppo- not supposed to pay taxes. One of the reasons uh-huh. why the Amish people don't pay don't, uh, uh, don't get involved in the legal system and don't pay tax because they don't want to be governed by the state. It's not so much that they don't want electricity. They don't want, you know, electric knives that cut the, cut the turkey on Thanksgiving. That's not the issue. When I talk to Mr. Helmut from the Amish community, I'm like, hey, how come y'all don't drive cars? He says, not so much of us driving cars as much as we don't want a driver's license. A driver's license, that's a privilege. Then we fall under the rules and laws of the United States government and the state of Illinois. We stay away from anything that would cause us to have a legal issue. We don't want to get caught in the legal issues. And if you get a driver's license, you're bound by the rules of the road. You're bound by the state, I mean, the laws of the state of whatever state you're in. So that's why they wouldn't get a driver's license. They'll get somebody to drive them around. Same thing with, I was like, man, y'all can get a checking account. He said, well, you know, we can get a checking account. We get a savings account. But certain things we stay away from because it would tie us legally to the state and the country, and you got tax issues, you got all other kind of issues that could lead to taking our land. My point is, Jericho and everything that they're doing, you have to know why you are what you call yourself. You should have known you can't get rid of this man through the courts. But you didn't know that, which means, what else do, what else do you not know about your, I guess, so-called Religion, a way of life. What else do you not know? Right. So the judge is like, you know what? We don't have standing. We don't have jurisdiction, which means we are powerless. Amazing. That's amazing. We can't do anything. They went to the highest authority they could think of to resolve this issue. So now what happens? Because you know we got to do another I was just getting ready to ask you, (laughs) where do they go from here? Where do they go from here? Because. Where do we go from here? Because the Bible says what? You forgive and this and. If you have an art against your brother, go to your brother. Now, if that doesn't resolve the issue, you take others with you. If that doesn't work, then you take the whole congregation of the community to your brother. It stops there. It never says go to the local authority. That's why they didn't like Jesus so much, because he was empowering people. They wanted to continue to reign and rule over the people. Jesus brought a new paradigm. Jesus said, hey, just say be it it is. You ain't got to go to the hospitals. You don't need a lawyer. You can read and study for yourself. Lawyers mad at him. 
hospitals mad at him. Anybody that would, you know, have to deal with money and finance will be mad at him. So it's good to know why you are what you say you are. You know, no. Why you are, how'd you get, how'd you get to where you are? Who told you that? What were you before that? You know, and that's where issues come up. So a lot of people say, man, I ain't got to do it. Nothing, no organized religion. I'm spiritual. I'm cool. Man, I'm cool. Yeah, and, and my wife is, she is, <laughs> she does not like the fact that I say spiritual. Oh, she don't like that? She don't like that. You know. So what that, do you say then? I I say I still pray to Jesus. I still say God, and you okay. know, but the term religion. Mm-hmm. You don't like the word religion. I don't like the word religion. I got you don't like okay. And at this what, moment, she likes religion. You know what? I don't even think. I think it's just a word for her. I I, I think that uh, without getting you in trouble, does it work? What word does she like? She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't like that. Um, at this point, I'm kind of off the kinda. black. Come on now. Yeah, I'm off the black church. Okay. You know. Yeah. I'm off the church. Period. Okay. Kinda, that, yeah. You know? Okay. Okay. That's being honest. And things like Jericho is, uh, you know, the issue. And 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 I get it. You know, like it's petty for me to just be like. This this is why I don't deal with church. And, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's petty, you mm-hmm, know, and mm-hmm. uh but yeah, I just and you know, I don't want to take this situation and, and twist it and turn it and, and see this is why I don't that's why I don't F with y'all, you know. That's good. I'm glad you don't. Let, let me ask you this. Brothers and sisters in our community who, you know, Baptist, Baptist, Catholic, Catholic, Jehovah's Witness, whatever. They may say, hey, I pray to Jesus. I thank, I thank Jesus. This is what worked. My take on that is if that works, cool. Cool. I don't judge. I don't tell them that's crazy. I don't tell them don't pray to Jesus. I don't have anything negative to say about Jesus. Right. Whatever works for you. Listen, the, whatever the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Mm-hmm. Napoleon Hill talked about that years ago. Whatever you think, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Your actions follow your thinking. Sometimes it's best not to tell people your thinking. Right. It isn't. Sometimes it'll set up arguments. Yep. That cause problems that you may not want to have to deal with. The next day, the next week, the next, the next, next, because when you start talking about people's fundamental cardinal beliefs, that touched the core of them. Because if they were ever in a situation that they know they couldn't get themselves out of and they called on Jesus and they got out of the situation, you cannot tell them that Jesus didn't get them out. I wouldn't tell them that. I wouldn't suggest anybody (laughs) tell them that. I wouldn't tell them, well, you know, you thought about it and you know you got your shit together. I wouldn't say that. Because I can't tell somebody else right. their faith. I have no argument whatsoever about anybody's belief system. Right. Because what they believe it what they believe is true. Yeah. If they think Jesus got them out, cool. Right. Your perception is your reality. That's why it's good. Hey, the best argument, the best way to win an argument is to avoid it. Yeah. Not to have an argument. 
as Dale Carnegie, hey, you want to win an argument? Don't have it. Yeah. And that's the thing. And Don't get pulled into something that you know somebody's very, 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 very passionate about. And that's another thing. It's like that's it's costly, but that's why I go to therapy. Like that's yeah. your religion. It, that's your way of life. Religion is a way yeah. of life. Some people got gun therapy. Some people got retail therapy. Some they get stressed out. Physical therapy. They're looking for something that's going to help them relieve that stretch. Some people have sex therapy. <laughs> yes, indeed. I don't knock anybody for whatever kind of therapy they have. Everybody has things that they're working on. Yeah. Sometimes it's best to keep certain things to yourself and just work on your own mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. You know, someone who uh, is like a master uh, marksman or firearm specialist or who, who someone who may have won multiple competitions, you know, a female who have won multiple competitions, you know, regardless of whether it was male or female, it does not matter. That's their way of life. It doesn't make them wrong. It's All just right. something that they have found that helps them feel good about themselves, that makes them manifest that they are winners. Yep. Something they love to do. They may not like school. They may not be crazy about their job, but they look forward to doing something that shows them a cut above, not necessarily the rest, but a cut above what they used to be. So if your religion or your way of life make you a better person, hey, like Hammond said, hey, can't touch this. Yeah, don't put and, no ham on that. Right, and just that, stick with yeah, it. Yeah, and that's 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 what you said. It's just like I can I talk to her about mm-hmm. all that, and I'm paying you to listen. Whatever works, and I'm not, you know, and you know, crackhead. Right. So, I mean, you can be if you want to, but that's no, not a good idea. we ain't gonna we ain't on that. But uh, good, it's a no brainer. So if you're the preacher. And they already been disqualified. Do you bring them in? Do you do you forgive them? Do you you know? Well, I mean, because they wanted you out. So and they who just support just a few the, just, the, a, just few a, people, a few people just a few people right right right. So hey, stand your ground. You know, look if that's your church, be the head of the church. There has to be some type of conflict resolu- resolution. Because if you look into the court for some type of resolution, and then that shows there was not very effective communication in-house. So you make a good point. What happens now? The court say, you know what? That's on y'all. Now what? You know, brick bats and guns? What's next? Do they need to find another church home to people that got disqualified? Or, or do they need to get him out of there because let him go right. find another place? So that, there's this thing going on. So what's going to happen? You know we got to keep following up on it, but what's hey, going to happen? They're going to yeah. say, you know what? It you may not make the paper now. It, well, it might make the it paper. It will because they're going to continue to follow up on it. Yeah. And situations like this, it could potentially lead to violence. Like, you know what? Man, you got to get on up out of here, Jack. Right. They might take it to the streets. They might go to blows. Maybe, maybe not. But the courts have said they ain't got nothing to do with us, but they watching it because yeah. if now the court doesn't have anything to do with it until it becomes something that falls within the jur- jurisdiction of the court. Like if somebody, you know, is in, in the church and they bust somebody upside the head. When Dylan Roof went in there, you know, and he shot up, you know, those people during the prayer meeting. The law got involved because he broke the law yeah. at that particular geographical location. 
They couldn't say. They didn't say, that's, that's out of our hands. It's in the church. We don't have anything to do with the church. No, 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 no. Hey, now it is the state versus Dylan Roof. Right. It's not this church. It's the whole state who is banned together, who have these laws that says these laws represent us. So you may have a civil issue where you and some other civilian, a civil issue, and you may have an issue where it's the state versus you. If a man have an issue with his wife, she busts him upside the head, he called the police on her, and then they come pick her up, take her to jail. Then he's supposed to go to court to testify. He dropped the charges. The state may pick it up. The state represents the people. The people picks up and say, wait a minute. This guy is afraid for his life. He thinks she's going to come out and bust him upside the head again. We're going to pick this up, and we're going to prosecute you know, him to the full extent of the law to keep him off, keep her off the street because we don't want her to come back jumping on him and beat him upside the head. Right. Inside the church, if it's long, as long as there's not a, a criminal or a crime committed, then there's no jurisdiction. If there's a crime committed, that's the issue. If something happens with him, he come he come there one day. Somebody pull a gun on, threaten his life. That's assault. Yeah. And if they touch him, that's battery. So then, the state is involved, oh, yeah. but not until then because there's no crime committed. Yeah. So all right. Well, Jericho. Jericho. The walls of Jericho come tumbling down. Y'all got to work on that. Get y'all. Yeah, sh- get it sh- together. Get it together. Get oh, it we'll together. just keep reporting. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. And we know who y'all are. We know the pastor and we know the pers- people that's got that issue with the pastor. So it's just a small town. Small town. Right. So, yeah. And y'all and y'all uh, church jockeys, y'all jump, y'all hopping from church to church. Yeah. And see you day of Saturday, <laughs> so y'all be out there probably. Maybe y'all can do some talking out there and get it right. See you day. The police will be out there. And y'all can come to a resolution, pray together with people in the town. You know, Jericho. Wow. Hang on in there, Jericho. Y'all hang in there. That's and right. all y'all and all your other gospelers that go to other churches. That's that's pray for pray for pray for y'all churches. Y'all pray for Jericho. Pray Meanwhile, for Jericho. we'll get our finance together. We'll buy it. Y'all can rent from us and y'all can do whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. We'll open up a school, <laughs> kinda open like LeBron school. James did. Yeah, I promise school. I promise. That's a good deal. That's a good segue too. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, and indeed. You know, I did my homework. I appreciate you. Hey, y'all, listen. Go ahead. <laughs> and y'all know I've been doing it. Brother Kenny, I'll tell you what happened. He the mastermind behind all of this stuff. He puts it together. He sent me the uh, information. I take a look at it. So by the time I come, I'll at least have some type of uh, background what's going on so I won't be drawing blanks. So the I Promise that you sent, that was a wonderful. I mean, everything you send is just great, man. Where we at on the I Promise? All right. So last week... LeBron James, first day of the, the the first day of our promise was last Monday. So everybody picked it up. You know, LeBron James opened his school. He opened his school. And um and so, you know, a, a lot of people had they they takes. I mean, some people basically were saying this gesture made him the greatest basketball player of all time, even though it wasn't a basketball gesture. Right. And hey, wait, now, what's the word they use? The greatest of all time. The greatest of all the goat. The goat. <laughs> the goat. So so all the superlatives, I don't even know what that means. It just sounded good coming off my As it relates to yeah, super the greatest, the highest. Yeah, yeah, all the superlatives and um 
Hot takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um he so a lot of CNN, Don Don Lemon, Don Lamont, however you pronounce his last name. Yeah, she does a good job. Yeah, no, I said he Don, oh, oh, okay. Don Lamont or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Don Lemon. Don Lemon. That's Don Lemon. I know I know her. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so um here's my theory. Go ahead. Here's my theory. So Lemon asked LeBron, would he sit down with Trump? Mm-hmm. He said, I can't sit down with somebody who is using sport to divide our country. Mm-hmm. So then Trump, a couple of days later, takes to Twitter and mm-hmm. tells pretty much tweets that, you know, LeBron isn't very bright, and Don Le- Lemon isn't very bright, and he likes MJ better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, petty, petty by our president. Um, so then, this is just my theory. Uh, so that happened over the weekend. And so then Monday, Cleveland.com releases an article. Pretty much saying that the I Promise School, the bulk of the finances mm-hmm. are going mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. I read that. picked up by the taxpayers. Uh-huh, by the district. That's right. So the district is running the school. They did the hiring. That's right. The 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 free lunch, the mm-hmm. free breakfast lunch mm-hmm. is pretty mm-hmm. much gonna be paid for by the district and that that uh that's just not a I promise school mm-hmm. benefit. That's all public school, just like Dr. Williams came in, you know, two episodes ago and, and pretty much said that the majority of the kids it, it are on free reduced lunch from mm-hmm. majority of black kids. So okay. um so my theory is I think because Cleveland because Ohio, Cleveland in particular, is a Make America Great Again area. Okay, MAGA. A MAGA area at the moment. I mean, I think Obama carried Ohio when he, but, you know, that's neither here nor there, but I think he did win Ohio. But um, I think it was their way of being petty. Okay. It just really... Kind of, kind of slighting LeBron, saying, "Okay, you you got a little too, you got too full of yourself." Um, so we just gonna really tell you what it really is. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's gonna it it's gonna be eight million to run the school. Mm-hmm. You only paying two or ten million? Was it ten million or eight million? It's a high number. I think it's ten million to run the school. You put up two, mm-hmm. and the taxpayers of Akron. Are going to be responsible. They're going to foot the bill. They're going to foot the bill. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the reason why I wanted to talk about it, just because it was national news and a lot of a lot of people picked it up last week, is should he have 
done a charter school? Should he, is it, is it, is it really, did he deceive or, you know, I mean, cause I, I, I followed the situation when it got announced. Mm-hmm. We all business people. We, we know that when your foundation mm-hmm. is paying for things, we know that you can do charity events, um, black tie dinners to raise money, golf outings. Yeah, I'll put that over the next time. We got some new mm-hmm. mic stands that we checking out. We trying to get big time on you. <laughs> no, we are big time. You got, you know, got top we, flight stuff up in here for real. <laughs> we, 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 we actually video going to be coming soon. We just got to get some tests. That's right. That's right. And I got still got, I mean, yeah. Yes, sir. That's good. good. So we just got to do some tests and, and right. you know, video will be coming soon. That's right. I wear a better shirt. I, I mean, I got to dress better too. I got my Superman know. shirt on, but it's uh, got... Yeah. Watched it. Yeah, so I think bleach hit it or something. Or something, but uh, but uh, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with what LeBron doing? In my opinion, absolutely nothing. Okay, I mean because they, what's the, the argument? I mean, what, there what, was what are a, people saying there was a. I, I just I just I just felt like the article was petty. Okay, is I, he doing a good thing? I think it's a great thing. You like LeBron? I do. That's good. I love I like LeBron. That's good. That's good. I don't root for him when he plays basketball, but I love LeBron. You know why? Um, one because I know somebody personally that plays for Golden State. Okay. So at the moment, that's who I'm rocking with. Okay. Uh, two, I, I I like I like flaws in my. I don't want to say I don't want to use the term idols, but I like I like my idols flawed per se. Okay. And. So you're an idolater. Um, <laughs> not really a, you know. That's your guy. I, I just think that I don't like that people try to paint him as a perfect human okay, being. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's human. He's human. That's right. I like that word. He's human. He has, I mean, he got, he still got stuff he's working on. Right. Got, got to you. be, you know. But he did a good thing with this. He did it all. He did an excellent thing, and he targeted at risk. Yeah, I, I saw that. I read that where it talks about people. Who, I mean, the children or students who are struggling, you know, with learning in right. school. He and, look. He ain't got to do nothing. That's right. his money. And I and and I went on the Akron School District calendar, mm-hmm. and this school started two weeks before the regular. Some of the other schools. So when you talk about at risk. Mm-hmm. You, you are starting two weeks before. Oh, okay. Because you just can't be in that risk and just think you're gonna do everything normal and keep up with just the normal yeah. pace for everybody else. That makes if sense. If you if you are reading, sense. if if you are in third grade and you're right. not reading, that two weeks could help help you out. Yeah, give you that boost, that little head start. Or that 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 longer school day right. can help you out. That makes a lot of sense. Wow. And that was the thing about the charter school. That was here. That that was proposed here. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to target students that aren't reading at grade level, but what are you going to do to catch them up? Yeah, you have to have longer yeah. school days. You have to have longer school years. Wow. So, you know, I'll post the article. Um, it's a local article. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, I guess my theory was once Trump attacked him, I think his base, which there is a large Trump base in Cleveland, mm-hmm. Akron is 30 minutes north of Cleveland, mm-hmm. that pretty much said, that pretty much aired the laundry. It's not dirty laundry. Aired the laundry. Oh, good. That's good. That, look, these taxpayers are going to be footing this bill. And salute to the Akron residents because we've, we've talked about a proposed charter school here. And, and although LeBron, although the I Promise School is not a charter school. Yep, it's not a charter school. I read that. I did read that. It's still, you know, it doesn't appear that there was a lot of kickback. And if you consider that the taxpayers of Akron are, are responsible for $8 million of $10 million for the year, they if if they weren't behind it, they would probably be raising hell at board meetings and things like that. So the fact that you know this went, they didn't have much uh, you know um, kickback or blowback or whatever back uh, <laughs> from 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 the residents. I think that that speaks volumes to his influence and 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 just what he's doing for that community. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Because he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. And he's, I mean he 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 he's and, and that's what I was trying to and that's the thing. Like I was I was going back and forth with a guy who pretty much, well, all the other stars need to start a school. And basically, like you said, I said, look, there are people that might have other passions that might not be in education, but we need those too. We need people to yeah. help yeah. with health and medicine and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, I got a son on the autism spectrum, you know, autism mm-hmm. awareness and, you know, that same sign of cancer, you know, at six years old and, you know, like yeah, he's doing cancer well. research, you know, just, well. yeah. And so it's just yeah. one of those things where, like, Man, we, we let these rich ball players, let these rich people give back in areas that they're passionate about. That's right. That's their money. They ain't got to do jack. Exactly. They ain't got to do nothing. And some that help or give back, you know, to uh, uh, organizations that you know nothing about. It's just anonymous. They don't want you to know. It's right. your business. That way they won't have that. You know, flack because people are gonna say something about you, whether or not you're doing good or whether or exactly. not you're doing bad. No matter, people are gonna always have something to say. So what? Exactly. Some that's why some actors, activists, or rich, whatever they they, they you know, you can spend your money where you want. Yeah. He ain't got to get nobody nothing. He ain't got to start no school. He can spend all his money on him yeah, and his family, cool. and he don't owe nobody nothing. He don't owe nobody nothing. Have people sometimes like, man, he need to. Man, you shut up. Right, Jordan. You need do to it. Do this, he don't uh, need to do nothing. Jordan ain't got to do nothing. He ain't got to do nothing. Oprah ain't got to do nothing. Jay Z ain't gotta do nothing, but they do. Beyonce ain't, got, and that's they ain't the gotta thing. do nothing. They whatever don't. they do, listen. Whatever they do, even though, let's say, you gave somebody all your money, if they turn around and give you something back, that's on them. Mm-hmm. They don't owe you nothing. You voluntarily gave them what they had. And that's the thing with the black community. It's, it's like we can't sit up here and and make fun and laugh at these guys for. 
We'll, don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah. We can't sit up here and laugh <laughs> at these people and, oh, well, you're going to be on 30 for 30, you know, because I guess 60% of uh, pro athletes are bankrupt within six years after they done playing. They are? That's 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 what they say. Number, yeah. So they make millions, tens of millions. Some of them a hundred million dollars. And then six years after they're done playing, when the checks stop coming, they are bankrupt. No way. Making it rain, lap dances, being charitable, being crazy. That's foolish. Being nice. (laughs) They nice guys, nice guys. Hey, <laughs> but that's what, that was my point. Yeah. So charitable. Yeah. Okay. They going to strip club. That's very charitable. It's a nice guy. But then again, I I, I would say of the sixty percent, I would say of the sixty percent. Mm-hmm. Show me, show me how many didn't go through a divorce or have child support. Wow. And the child support that you may have been paying then. Man, I remember. I think it was Dennis Rodman had to pay like pay, had to pay like sixty two thousand dollars a month. That's just like this guy Blake Griffin. I saw that two hundred and fifty two thousand dollars a month. month. I saw that, but I guess I, I guess it it was it that was only part of it. I guess um, it's thirty two thousand. But he's going to you make. Think, you think he ought to pay it? Yeah, I don't care if he make a hundred million. Basically, he's going to make thirty million dollars this year. So two hundred and fifty thousand. How uh, much is that? Let's add it. That's nine percent. That's nine percent. Hold on. That's how much? I think it's nineteen or twenty percent. How much he gonna make this year? Thirty million dollars. Damn, my little, my little smartphone ain't that smart. Hold on. Yeah, it should be. Thirty million. Okay, thirty. Damn, thirty million divided by twelve. He makes two. He makes two million five hundred dollars a month. So twenty percent. That's half a million. Times what? Shit, that's that's like twenty. That, hold on, wait, I think that's two percent. I gotta work on my math. Time. It comes out to like twenty percent. He got two kids. I think it's like twenty eight percent. Okay, let's say twenty eight. That's like a tax bracket. Yeah, if if he making thirty million, he make thirty. Thirty million dollars this year. year. Watch this. Let me back up. He's going to make thirty million dollars this on, year. Hold on. Hold on. That's two point five million a month. He makes two million five hundred thousand dollars a month. A month times how much he's gonna give her? I think it was two hundred fifty-two thousand. Okay, just watch this. See, I gotta change my numbers. Damn, 0.09. That's like nine percent, like ten percent, something like that. Right. In that area. Yeah. Do I think he should pay her? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. Yeah, he should pay it. <laughs> Hell yeah, he should pay it. Black Twitter was on. Nope. This. Look, look, I don't care what they say about her. I think he should pay it. And when he get down to two million a year, pay whatever that is. Look, the law states that he should keep her accustomed to where she is, or where she been, or where he made her, equal or better. And watch this. <sighs> I didn't do a very good job with this, but nobody should have to make you pay child support. And your child support should be based on where you currently are. What you look like making $2.5 million a month paying your baby mama them enough money so they can just buy ramen noodles. That is not fair. So the law is set up. TMZ is reporting that 
the amount is $32,000 a month. That's not enough. <laughs> Get your money. What's her name? Bryn... Cameron. Yeah, go on, get your money. She ain't not me. Two look children. Look. Ford and Finley. Listen. I ain't saying she no gold digger. But uh No, she ain't messing with a broke the broke. <laughs> it's a different bracket, man. Yeah. She's in a different bracket. And she has another child by a former quarterback, a former NFL quarterback. Well, how much he make? I don't know, because he's not in the league no man, more. Man, I should have been a lawyer. Shout out to Matt Leinert. Look, I'm not look. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad at her. I'm just saying, hey, it's, it's a personal opinion. But I'm if you make two point five million a month, of course, uh, Michigan might not even be in the tax bracket. California, but they got they 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 got married in California. Well, they 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 pretty much got their children in California. So maybe that too. But it's thirty. TMZ reporting thirty two thousand a month. Now, if you have two young children, thirty two thousand a month is more than enough. No, it's not. I disagree. I'm glad we cool. We friends. You, my brother, Odabo, Wakanda forever. Look, <laughs> I disagree. That ain't no money. Thirty two a month. Listen, when Hakeem and Simi went to America, this is important, and they worked at McDowell's for a while. And then Simi made the place look real good. He decked it out. Hakeem came in. He was trying to impress the girl. He came in. He was like, what have you done to this place? He said, man, I just, you know, cleaned it up a little bit. He said, you know, you may have ruined my chances, you know. So he said, we're supposed to look poor. He said, man, you know what? I'm going to take your money so you're not causing any more trouble. He's like, oh, Hakeem, please do not take my, spending, my, my pocket change. So he took hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's just pocket change. And Simi went to the Western Union and he requested a million dollars, you know, from <laughs> King Shaffer. He's like, please do not take my spending money. Yeah. Listen, spending money to some people <laughs> is not how much some people make in a whole year. Yeah, man, I, I get it. Listen, hey, if my wife got a divorce, I got to keep her equal or better. That's fair. So I got insurance policies if something happens. And I got a plan set up, so well, I ain't going to say that shit. She might kill me. But we'll talk about that another time off the thing. Mm. But in the meantime, in between time, I think he should pay. I think he should want to pay. The same way somebody might say, like, she don't need no $32,000. She don't need no $250,000 a month. What's she going to do with that? Hey, he don't need no $2.5 million a month. What is he going to do with that? That's a lot of rain. That's a flood. That's torrential. That's, like, Tidal wave type yeah. stuff. But this is, you know, this is what. Nope, he had, look, he, he was with her. This is generational wealth. Nope, they had a child together. They got two children. Okay, they had two children together. Yeah. And regardless of her motivation, I don't think that no, has I anything mean, to do she, He with left it. her. It doesn't matter whether or not he left her or she left him. I don't yeah, think that's the issue. Yeah. The issue is he has to pay for those yeah. children. And watch, if he paying $250,000 a month, he won't even feel it. If he making $2.5 million a month, and he got to pay her to a quarter of a, he got to pay her a quarter of a million dollars a month. That sounds like a lot to us. Yeah. But in those yeah, upper and I, I think that's of the why, financial realm, she was like, That's Psh. why people was, was pouncing on it because they just looking at it like 252000 is 252000 But when you break down... 
what he's making. Look at what he's making. Yeah. He's so, making so two really? point five million dollars a month. And we gotta be careful because that kind of shows where we are with our situation. Mm-hmm. It may not be that same amount, but it shows a certain principle. How do you feel about the woman that sacrificed her life to give you yourself, to give you a child, to give you two children? Nobody should have to make you pay for your responsibility. Me, 22-year-old, man, I was young, dumb, crazy, drinking, high, stupid, you know. But I produced a child at the age of 22 that I did not want to take care of. So my mindset was like, man, whatever. I don't have that same mindset. So, you know, you made it. You're responsible for it. You cre- it's your creation. What bird don't take care of the, the egg? It just helped lay, you know? So when we look at it from that perspective, nobody should have to tell you as a man to take care of your responsibility. Right. No, don't. Even if he had 10 side chicks. Yeah. Even if he had another side chick, 2.5, he get $250,000. If he had to pay a million dollars, what is he going to do with $1.5 million a month? A month. What your bills have to be astronomical. I was, I was, I think Meek Mill or somebody when he was locked up, he was saying he had his bills was seventy thousand a month, and I'm just like, but man, you you when you on tour when you man you getting you like make that in, in what in a week you make six million a week. If you can make six million in one week, I ain't even talking to you about your little issues you think you got. Yeah. I just met a brother in Chicago who make about $240,000 a month. He's like, yeah, man, I'm trying to make it. You're trying to make what? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, you know, it's a matter of perspective. That's but the principle is still the same. Yeah. Man, watch this. She wants to, uh, she's $250,000 a month. By the time he gets to paying the lawyers, it's going to be way more than that anyway. Just work it out. Pay her whatever. Go about your business. Focus on your craft. Focus on your passion. Focus on your profession. Keep making money. Go on about your business. Yeah. Don't talk about her. Don't call her no gold digger. Don't talk about. Yeah, this. he did. No, because you so. know, just yeah, go about he, your business. He, he, and, and I don't keep think he's yeah. Keep y'all's business. That's that California stuff, though. People look for it. You ain't got to put it out there. Yeah. People find your business. Yeah, that's Where we at? Where we at? We move. Where we at? Yeah, moving on along. Uh, so LeBron, congratulations. You already know. Your, 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 your great state of Ohio and the MAGA had to go ahead and bring you back down to reality. Hey, expect it. Hey, expect it. Yeah. Hey, the greater the greater the, the greater that you aspire to, the greater your opposition. And from you to get a call or a tweet or a Twitter from the president is admirable. Yeah. That shows tall respect. Yeah, it was common. You know, he called him a bum and he, you know, he he's been very Outspoken against him, he he doesn't like his morals. So that's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it was coming. Yeah. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. He, I mean, it wouldn't. He wouldn't feel it if it came from us, right? You know, it wouldn't be a big deal. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be right because you already know people call him that. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So that shouldn't stop him from doing what he's doing. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Just keep doing it. That's what he's doing. Yeah. You know. So moving right along, got two more things, and then we out of here. That's right. I'm going to be. So, uh, it's getting a little hyper. Come on. Getting a little excited. Say it. 
you know, I, I know a lot of people, um, Kanye West, um, you know, was, was working on trying to. Boy, you love Kanye West. Well, I mean, no, these facts though. Um, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But Kanye West was uh, <laughs> had an idea uh-huh. of producing a documentary mm-hmm. for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, I like that. When he got his, when Kanye got his uh, life BET Award Lifetime Achievement Award, mm-hmm. he wanted the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan to present him with the award. The minister declined. Mm-hmm. He said, even though it's the BET Awards, the world is not ready for me to present you, a mainstream artist, with you know, a nice size white fan base, a white wife. They're not ready for that. So the minister declined. Mm-hmm. Um so, I guess the minister's son mm-hmm. took it upon himself to tell his own father's story. So, he produced and put together a documentary telling his father's story from his perspective. What better person to tell? a story about a man than from his son. So the documentary was Let's change the world. Produced, finished, mm-hmm. pitched to none other than Netflix and had an August 1st release date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the 23rd Hour mm-hmm. last minute. I guess Netflix decided not to release the film mm-hmm. to not put it up on their platform. Mm-hmm. And you know, the minister on his social media, uh, pretty much kind of made the announcement himself. He didn't go Monique. He didn't call for a boycott. That's right. He did not call for that. He did not call for that. He did not call for that. No, so, sir. you know, I don't think I would boycott anyway. But okay. But uh, he just let his followers and, and, you know, people know that they Netflix would not be putting a, putting a documentary out. Mm-hmm. Netflix had a very diplomatic um, statement as to why they didn't. They tried to say it was some confusion or miscommunication, but uh, when you dig deeper, I guess a lot of people in the Jewish community um, really, really, um, really uh, was against this film being put on that platform. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so um, here's why I want to talk about it. 
Yes, sir. Uh, I know there are some other things about the minister that uh, were going to be highlighted in the film, especially his his love for music and things right, like that. Right, 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 right. Um, so honestly, brother. Mm-hmm. Black coffee. Black coffee, no sugar, no cream. Black coffee, no sugar, no Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. We everywhere, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, uh, <clears throat> iHeart, TuneIn, mm-hmm. Spotify, um, everywhere where it's podcast. You go to Google, go to Bing, Yahoo search, just put Black Coffee, no sugar, no cream, K N O W. We'll be there so you can find us. But back to the uh, minister in uh, his his film, and honestly, mm-hmm. I don't care to know about the music and all that. I really want to. I really want the steak and potatoes. You know what I'm saying? So, I would have loved to have to watch it to see if they were really going to. Have you seen it? No. I got to send it to you. I got to take a look at it. You oh, know, you, you can order so you, it. You know, let's change the world. It's a, uh, it's a compilation of his, um, you know, it's a compilation of his life. And it also shows how he had different teachers, you know, Christian, Jewish, Muslims. He had actually had some uh, Jewish uh, people that teach, that taught him the violin. So he's saying it, okay, you know, like you say uh, about the religion. Hey, put away religion. Put away whatever name you want to call it. This is a documentary of his life, chronicling, chronicling his life to show him through music. And it's interesting because if you look at the Jesus figure 2,000 years ago, his biggest uh, detractors were Jewish, the Jews. Same thing. Most people couldn't tell you what a Jew is. Most people don't know if yeah. it's a race, it's yeah, a, religion. a religion. Yeah, they have no right. idea. Exactly. Most people, and we, we and know, this and, is and, what and I want to. This most is what I don't want. Know what a Semite is. This is what I want to see. Semite. And this is why I want to see it because that's what I want to see. You won't see that. See? What you'll see is, <laughs> I understand you the meat and potatoes. <laughs> It's not a documentary based on religion or spirituality or nothing like that. No, it's, I want, it's, it's I want a documentary to know about based him. on well, it's a part of him. I know it's a part of him. I, like, I, I get you like, see where I'm I, I mean I, I mean <laughs> I know a part of you that other people may not know. Yeah. So other yeah. people may have a certain um uh mindset of you, but I may know more of you as a person. Whereas all right, good example. Quite a few people really, 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 really really, really believe that I voted for Trump (laughs) because I have never said anything bad about Trump. Right. And anytime somebody says something bad about Trump, I will find something good to say about Trump. Right. Which makes people believe I am, you know, an advocate of Trump. I must have voted for him. I mean, one of the guys that I work with, my coworker, he's like, man, oh, you know what? I knew it. I knew you was. A, I knew you were a Republican. I knew you was for Trump. I knew that, and I shared with him. I never told you I was a Republican. I never told you I voted for Trump. 
I never told you that. Right. It's just whenever you find something to say about him that, you know, you may say is negative, I'll find a, a way to say I can see how that's positive. Right. That offends some people. Right. The same way people may say, well, I don't like this about Minister Farrakhan. Most people have not heard one lecture about him. They have never, never, never read one book about him. And that's what I wanted to see. I, I you you may not side. see that yeah. in this. Right. The same way people say, well, man, how can you even say anything good about Trump? Listen, it's going to be based on your depth perception or your perception, the depth of your perception. Right. What is it that you see? You know, that's crazy. I can't even see how Trump is a president. My response would be, he's a perfect person for the job. They're like, that's crazy. You know what? You, you know, you're a Trump supporter. I was like, wait, wait. He's the perfect person for the job. They're like, why you say that? After all the rhetoric, all the talking, all the bad, all the calling him Trump and dump and he's stupid, he this and that. After, after all of that, I said, wait a minute. Do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe he has an active and permissive will? Because I grew up in church knowing that. Yes. Which means everything happens either he caused it to happen or he allowed it to happen. Yes, yes. Okay, that means this all-powerful God that you say you believe in knew that Hurricane Katrina was going to kill thousands of people who couldn't help themselves, right? That's different. No, it's not different. Either it was caused by God or it was permitted by God. So if that's the case, then if Donald Trump is the president, either he was caused or to be put in the position or he was allowed to be in the position. A cause means God personally put him in there. Or allowed means God said, okay, you know, let it be. Right? Right. Now, when I think about the honorable Mr. Louis Farrakhan, and I say honorable because he's honorable to me. Mm -hmm. I know what it's done for me. I know how it changed my life. Right. And I know also when we go into the court and they say all rise as the honorable George Clem or George DeFonis or whatever, <laughs> we all get up. I bet you get up. Yeah. And you ain't going to ask no question like, well, why he honorable? Why we got to stand up? We ain't going to ask that. He's honorable because they say he is and you're going to rise or you're going to have issues. I say he's honorable because... I hold him in the highest esteem because I know what he has helped me in my life to do. So I don't look at, at, at and whenever I hear the word Semite, I looked up the word Semite. So when somebody says he's an anti-Semite, I was like, oh, oh, you know what? He's an anti-Semite because I'm not a slave. I'm not a sheep that's, you know, waiting to be prodded by my shepherd to move on. I look up the word myself. I know how to read. I don't need anybody to tell me how to read. All right. So, I look up Semite, I look up anti, which is against Semite. I look up, these. they say he's anti-gay, he's anti-this. Hey, who doesn't have a gay person in their family? Everybody got a gay person in their family. Yeah. Everybody has a Semite in their family, and everybody has an anti-Semite in their family. We don't understand words. We don't understand language because we don't read, we don't study. We listen to the mainstream media, M-E-D-I-A, the most effective devil in America, the media. And when we do that without thinking for yourself, that's what caused the issues. Yeah, pretty much. Listen for yourself. So why did uh, Netflix decide to take him off? They said, well, we didn't know he was going to be aired. It, it, I mean, quite a few issues that came up from the Netflix you know, thing. Why, why did they decide not to? 
it has to come from a power greater than what we may know. Right. He's been painted, you know, as nothing but negative in a lot of different uh, venues. Mm-hmm. And I say this again: so has Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he like, has. Gonna... Listen, there are some people who believe Trump can't do no wrong. Yeah. I don't mean to make a comparison between the minister and the Trump. I don't. I'm not trying to do that. I'm saying we have to be thinking people. Dislike somebody for your own reasons. Yeah. At least listen. Yeah. If you don't like Trump, have a good enough reason to like him. Not from a soundbite. Right. Not because somebody tell you ought to dislike him. Most people that like uh, uh, Barack Obama, they can't think of five things that he did to help them. They can't think of five uh, things. They can't uh. think of three things. Most people can't think of one thing that Barack Obama did to help them. Right. They can't think of five things that uh, Donald Trump did to hurt them. Even some of the things that he did with Puerto Rico and all that kind of stuff, his wife came like, nope, I ain't standing with him. That's wrong. We need to do this. It shows the power of the woman. She, and, you know, He's like, you know what? You got a good point. We can't be separating children like that. I don't like what America did with Puerto Rico. A Puerto, Puerto Rico has really uh, contributed so much to America and for America to not help them. You know, they say we ought to make it the 51st state. It already, it's already a part of Right. It's unfair for uh, us not to help them as much as they have helped us. We right. benefit from it. Yeah. And but back on the Netflix thing, you know, hey, Netflix does not make or break the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Right. And that's why he, you know, that's why when I said... He didn't call for a boycott because there's no, no reason to. He wouldn't. That's yeah. crazy. That, that doesn't make no sense. <laughs> I mean, for him to call for a boycott, that means he was depending on that for what? Yeah. Man, that ain't necessary. But, yeah. hey, they could do it that Once again, the same way LeBron James could do whatever he want to do with his money, Netflix can do whatever they want to with their broadcast for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't have no problem with that at all. And if I cancel Netflix, what am I going to listen to? Right. What am I going to watch? Yeah. I don't even have a DVD. I mean, of course, I got a computer and like, I don't have a DVD player no more, like in the crib. Like, so. Who does? Yeah. Who does? That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, you can't. I went to Hollywood Video. They got a Hollywood Video? (laughs) What is it? Over there on Madison Bradley. Still in there in the corner. But wait, don't knock it because. I'm not. Some people, that's their high technology. They don't have an eight track. Yes, yeah, so I mean <laughs> I'm looking and 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 the boys was getting ready. Yeah, let's look at these movies. Son, we don't have a DVD player. If it ain't on Netflix, you know. Listen, <laughs> do you get rid of your computer just because you see something that you don't like? Oh. Some things are more are. Uh, it's a per it's a personal decision. Yeah. If you decide not to, that's cool. If you decide that you're gonna do it, that's cool. Either way. You can't be judged by a conscious-minded person based on your individual decision. No, if you decide, like, man, I ain't boycotting him because of that, that's your personal choice. Right. And if somebody falls out with you because of that, that is, to me, that's ignorant. Right. I say ignorant, that's ignorant. But honestly, I, I mean, I would love for somebody like Diddy or, you know, even Oprah to own or somebody to just, okay, I got you. We're going we gonna to air this, you know, and, and, and so... I, I just hopefully um listen that, that look to, look let's change the world you can buy it 
You can buy the compilation. You can listen to it for yourself. It doesn't have to be on Netflix. It doesn't right. have to be on exactly. the movie. Yeah. It doesn't have to be this thing. Even the movie, uh, The Black Panther. Now it's not in. It's not on the big screen, but you can still get it. Yeah. If it's something that, that you're interested in, get it. Books. Napoleon Hill, Bob Proctor, Wallace C. Waddles, Dale Carnegie, Cohen. Whatever you're interested in, get it. Listen to it. Develop yourself. I just so happen to love the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan because he is instrumental in saving my life. So as I think about that, is my life perfect? Yeah, it is perfect. It's perfect right now. It's going to be more perfect tomorrow, and it's going to be more perfect the next day. It's just like the dude Jesus 2,000 years ago before he got beat up and they showed him with a diaper on. Hey, be ye perfect even as I am perfect. Did he have stuff he needed to work on? Yeah, but he still considered himself perfect. Why? Perfect is a stage of growth and development. Am I perfect right now? Hell yeah, I'm perfect. Are you perfect? Hell yeah, you're perfect. Right now, you'll be more perfect, more perfect tomorrow. People argue with you. Man, so what? I don't let what people say define who and what I am. Yeah. That's a very good topic. I think you're doing an exceptional job. Well, shout out to uh, the minister and his son for putting that together. That's right. Telling That's the right. story. We will definitely, um, I'm a support, you know, so just send me the link somewhere yes, where sir. I can purchase it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a definitely support, support it. Man, please. That was a time when there um, wasn't no Netflix. We yeah. like that. Man, look, people used to get cassettes. Listen, the rappers, how they get started? They were slanging tapes out yeah, the back of their trunk. So, yep, so... Because the mainstream so-called media wouldn't play their stuff. Right. Like, man, look, life is not based on yeah. what the majority is going to exactly. do. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, I, the, the minister handled that um, about as classy and graceful as we know him to be. Um, so, moving right along. This is our last topic. Last topic. Going to have a little fun. <clears throat> Black Twitter. Black Twitter. Black back to black Twitter. I don't know no names, but this text message thread was it, it, it was about a couple of days okay. that people was talking about this. Okay. So I guess a girl with three children by two different daddies, two different guys, has a current boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She texts him, I need twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. The boyfriend said, $20 to do what, babe? So he responded with, babe, mm -hmm. my kids have a trip tomorrow. They ain't tell me till today. Mm -hmm. Shaking my head. Mm -hmm. He says, oh, damn, shaking my head. Well, they just have to not go, babe. They told you too late. Mm -hmm. So she says, wow, so, can you, so you can't give me 20 bucks. He says, babe, you are going to have to ask the kids' fathers for that kind of stuff. Mm. She has a, a crying, laughing emoji. You know what? I don't want to talk to you no more. Mm -hmm. And he replies, oh, okay, then it was fun while it lasted, but, given, but me giving you money will never work unless you're my wife. I'm sorry, you got three kids and two fathers for those kids. Those men got to give you that money, sweetie. You can't be asking me for that. She says, shaking my head, okay. He says, ask their fathers like it's their children. They mm -hmm, mm -hmm. need to give you money for things like this. Mm -hmm. That's their responsibility. Mm -hmm. So then she closes it out and says, okay, 
if you want parts of me, I would think I could come to you for help. Clearly, I was wrong. They dad don't have it, so I figured I'd ask, but it's cool. You're selfish and mean, but want what you want. I know it's their dad's responsibility. I asked them first. So. Uh-oh. Black coffee. <laughs> Why are you trying to prep Black it up, and polish it, and, you know, this Black and that? Black coffee. No, no chaser. <laughs> <laughs> no sugar, no cream. Just black, potent, powerful. So. Man, get it on out the way. Come on. I don't know. Like, Come part of me, part of me is like, Look, uh, dude, no part, it's foul. Ain't no part. Just say it. Because ain't that this black coffee. This ain't no. Part of me is like, man, dude, no is foul. Like, Why? I mean. Come on, just say it. Look, here's my theory. If you're going to, if you're going to. Get down with a chick. That's a good choice of words. Thank you. If you're going to get down with a chick. <laughs> um, my theory is mm -hmm. get your behind up and go home mm -hmm. if you don't want to have nothing to do with the kids. Are they, I mean, who's, whose children are they? They're not his children. Jerry Maguire, I mean the peppermint. Jerry Maguire, hey, leave alone. Right. It's a package. Yeah. And he's not taking it. She's voluntarily giving it to him. So she has to consider that as well. What's her motivation? What, what's her intent in being with him? Are these children his? No, they're not his. See, that's the thing. What type of relationship do they currently have? This but man. Obviously. Something. Yeah. Or she uh, wouldn't be calling him. Cause, Cause she texting, mm -hmm. and he calling her babe. Mm -hmm. If you want parts of me, I would think you could come to you for help. Basically, that's her way of saying, "Come on." If I'm putting out. Oh my goodness! I knew this was gonna come up, but go ahead. I mean, you know, I could say it. Say in, it in more bluntly way. Say it. Hot. Say it so the so so they feel it. They need maybe they need to feel it because it's kind of you kind of holding back a little bit. You got a little chaser. You got a little honey and a little extra half and half in there with a little froth on the top. Just say it. I mean, if she's giving up the box, okay. He, you know, it ain't a free box. Obviously, she she she. You got to give up something, right? Something. Time, money, energy. Something's being traded. It's an exchange. It's like. A medium, medium form of exchange, something. She was like, look, you've been getting something from me. Now I'm asking something from you. Yeah. $20. Well, I mean, I mean, look. She, I mean, mine. Go ahead. I mean, I, mean, I don't think it's. I got to process this. I don't think. I mean, if she would have said $20 a child, she didn't say that in the text. Okay. $20. Like, look. If 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 I'm getting down, that that that's a meal. Where are you gonna eat? You can't buy no no twenty. Exactly, <laughs> that ain't even a meal. Listen, maybe and so you about to move on probably from some. I mean, when three kids done came out, seasoned, she know what she doing. You finna move on from from getting your world rocked in that <laughs> regard over twenty dollars. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! 
I'm just assuming. Wait a minute. Do you think it's the money or the principle? Like, you know what? I've given myself to you. I need this from you. Will you do this? I don't think she should have said it's for the children. Opposed to like, look, let me get a dub. I mean, she could have came at him like that. but Just a straight, like, you know what? Like, I've had people ask me for money before. Like, man, you know what? I need, hey, can I borrow $200? I need to do that. I say, well, let me stop it right now. Number one, man to man. When you ask somebody for money, it ain't their business what you do with it. That's your business. All I need to know is, when am I going to get my money back? Don't explain all that. That's your business what you do with your money. That's on you. All I need to know, look, I'm not chasing, you're not chasing me. I'm not chasing you down to give you this money. I shouldn't have to chase you down to receive In that order, yeah. Is this a loan or this is just gratuity? It's a gift, charity, something I'm just giving you and I never get it back. Man, I'm going to pay it back. When? Done. Point blank period. Now, in regards to this particular woman asking this man for some money. First thing come up is, how come you ain't got no $20? Yeah, that's As true. As a female, I can be yeah, got a $20. That's true, too. Why don't you have $20? That's number one. Number two, you asking me for $20. I, it being tied to you owe me is different than that's we just cool like that. Right. If you ask me for $20, I got it. Boom. There you go. I just need to know if it's, is this a loan or a gift? If it's a gift, it's gone. But if it's a loan, man, when am I going to get my money back? Let's set a date and time. Let's get this money back to where it came from. Brothers, people, if you have a relationship with a woman that you know you got children, make your intentions known. What are your intentions? Are you just getting it to getting it? Or are you trying to build a relationship to one day spend time with that package? Her, her children, or whatever. Well, here's my thing, too. Brother, mean, it, brother, brother, it ain't $250,000. Brothers is like, man, I mean, based on the responses that I saw, and I'm trying to look mm-hmm. them up. Uh-huh. Brothers is really pressed over twenty dollars. That's just like you asked. Like, how come she ain't got twenty? How come? And why is it a big deal for him to give her twenty dollars? And you really getting you really in you getting a lot more than what's more than twenty dollars. I mean, that is crazy. So that is that is crazy. So some of the responses, the exchange about twenty dollars is just twenty dollars. You can you can you can hit it, but you can't give her twenty brothers is trash. 
Then another person said, it definitely took a turn for the worse when he asked, what was it for? He asked, what was it for? And so, um, you know, it said, uh, it wouldn't cross my mind to ask what it was for. He should have just said he didn't have the money. Hey, why she dating somebody who ain't got $20? Right. Why you dating somebody who don't have $20? Listen. Y'all make better choices. Listen. And in the words, hey man, twenty dollars. Yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to, I'm about to get a little, I'm about to get a little uh, vulgar. Yes, yeah, but uh, comedian T.K. Kirkland, he tells women all the time in his stand up, women, you need proper pussy management. Oh my God, I didn't know you was gonna just dig all the way. I in. just you I, got the big shovel out. That's black the, coffee. T.K. Kirkland, that's what he's saying. I ain't never heard of this guy. Black coffee. <laughs> Black coffee, no sugar, no cream podcast. No sugar, no that's cream. That's what T.K. Kirkland say. The value in the female containing and discipline herself. Look, brother, one day I'm going down. Uh, it's a true story. True story. I'm going down Springfield. Is Springfield and State or Springfield? Is rated or R or rated G? No, 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 no. This is G. Okay, that means good. Um, brother, I mean a sister, mm-hmm. had a double stroller. Uh huh. Um, a child standing beside her, mm-hmm. and she had another child on her, you know, chest in one of those wraps. Mm-hmm. So she had four kids at the bus stop, and she wasn't bad looking at all. I rolled down the window. I said, what are you doing, sister? Making babies. I said, what? I said, he got to do better. You cannot be at the bus stop. You you got to do better, sis. You are, you wow. are not, you are not bad looking. You cannot do this. This, this should not be happening. You have a nice day. Just think about what I said. Yeah. She was not bad at all. I'm telling you. Wait a minute now. That's that's the facade. That's, I mean, I understand. I don't know what the heart, I don't know what the out, see, that's the, the thing exterior. Because, you know, it's the mind. Listen, we are as we think. Our actions follow our thoughts. Yeah. And it's better than our actions following our thoughts instead of our actions following a thought. She has a big difference. kids at the bus stop. Well, I mean, the same way one person will think she's fine, super fine and bad and look good, somebody else will think that as well and will have unprotected sex with her. But yeah, uh that was that was that that pretty much was um that was that was all over black Twitter. And, you know, maybe she shouldn't have told him the truth of what it was for. But again, but again, maybe she, you know, should have just went ahead and, and you know, not asked him at all. But uh, 
it's getting late in here. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, episode 25, Black Coffee, No Sugar, No Cream podcast. We on all the... We on all the platforms, all the major ones. You know, uh, it's been a been a busy summer for us. We 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 keeping going, trying to get y'all the content. Um, we gonna sign out. Episode twenty five is in the books. In the books. And until next time, may peace be unto you. Assalamu alaikum in the original Arabic language. And that is the Arabic language. And we out. Y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. (laughs) Peace. (laughs) Peace, y'all.